What's up, podcast listeners? It's Drew and Andy here. Welcome back to the What's Up Castleberry podcast, episode 12. Episode Quarant- 12. Quarantine wow. edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are so glad you're tuning in to listen to us banter about, about Castleberry. Andy and I are from the great city of Castleberry, Florida. I guess we're not from here. We've moved here. We live here, um, but we are Castleberry residents, local pastors, and we desire each week to have casual conversations on this podcast for the good of the people of Castleberry about Castleberry-related topics and issues, and we love to include guests and friends who are involved with Castleberry. So, Andy, I see you on a computer screen. You're not next to me in person. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm actually in a beautiful Hawaiian island right now and uh, not in Castleberry. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I wish I was. We're, um, we're trying something new today and it feels a little bit awkward as we continue in this lockdown. Um, we are recording the podcast through Zoom. So we've moved from our studio at Willow Creek to our backup studio in Robin's apartment. And now we're in our backup of the backup as we sit around the computer. And there is a little bit of a cost to that. Um, one that uh, our audio quality may not be quite as good. So give us some grace there. And secondly, there's a little bit of a lag. So it makes it harder for me to interrupt Drew and uh, maybe some of our jokes won't be quite so so timely. But um, hey, we're making it work because people need podcasts right now. I don't think we will lose listeners because of Andy's uh, lack of jokes. Let's just put that there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch our subscriptions increase because I have stopped telling such jokes, which reminds me, which reminds me, I heard this one the other day. You know, there's lots of quarantine jokes going around. It's got nothing to do with a quarantine, but you've heard of Qatar, right? You know where Qatar is? Yes, I've, abso- I've actually been there. Have you really? Very, very briefly. I w- it was a, a stopover, uh, a plane stopover, yes. Gotcha. Well, there are two big cities in Qatar, right? There's Dubai and there's Abu Dhabi, right? Do you know the difference between the two cities? No. Tell me. Okay. Well, Dubai doesn't like the Flintstones, but Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I was uh, I was wondering where that was going. I get it. That's funny. Yeah, there you go. Just a boot. I, I bet people are constantly looking for uh, content to watch on Netflix, Hulu. You know, all the different mediums. I wonder if there's some old Flintstone episodes floating out there in cybersphere somewhere that we could watch. So there you go. That's our recommendation <laughs> from the podcast. Go find some Flintstone cartoons to uh, to watch and show did you. Your did you see the movie? That was a that was a funny movie. Yeah, with John Goodman. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Good stuff. Anyway, that has got nothing to do with what we need to talk about today, does, does it? But I'm doing all right. It's the weirdest time of our life, I think. And we're living in a time that we'll be able to tell our great-great-grandkids about if we're alive. It will certainly get down to them one way or another. But how, how are you doing? Absolutely. I, I am doing well. Uh, yes, hanging in best I can. I joked off the air that I... 
unfortunately threw my neck out uh, prior to getting on this morning, logging in. And it was not something manly. It was really mo moving about three feet to my left. So uh, I'm a little stiff this morning and I chalk it up to, you know, just the effects of being inside too long and not working out my muscles. So there, there it is. It's, it's another, uh, another reaction to the virus, your, your stiff neck. Must be. <laughs> it's, it's an untold symptom that not many have. <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's dive into some, some news because I think it's uh, appropriate more than ever. People are wanting to be uh, informed, wanting to just kind of have some, something to talk about, something to share and, and be encouraged by or at least reflect on. Uh, so our, our Castleberry in the news topic uh, came through you, Andy. You found a, a good article in a local, local paper. Was it the online newspaper how'd you find this article yeah i um i was it in the sentinel i think it was in a sentinel right i uh I, I get the online sentinel every day and i just kind of scan the headlines as part of my morning routine and i saw that there was talk of the castleberry golf course still being open and uh, as with many news articles they tried to make it sensational where it really wasn't uh but i think it's a good uh, Casabria in the news conversation. Uh, why is the golf course still open amid the coronavirus? What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it, it is interesting. Uh, I don't get out very much, but if I need to run to the store or occasionally run an errand, I I drive very often over by the the golf course. And while by no means is it packed uh, and full. Uh, there are some folks that are out, out golfing and uh, I, I liked actually in the article, I, I'm not sure who the quote was, but there was a reference there saying that from city leaders and maybe it was the, even the golf course general manager, but saying we're, we are being responsible. We are encouraging folks and reminding them to keep social distance. They're wiping down the, the golf carts and also I, I personally am of the attitude, if you are going to the measures to appropriately social, be socially distant and, and be responsible for what you're supposed to be responsible for, let them play some golf. Get outside. It's, it's nice outside. I, I kind of agree with you too. I think it's really important to exercise, you know, during this time. I think if we stay uh, cooped up inside, that doesn't do much positively for our mental health. And so um, I've been getting out, going for some lovely walks and some runs. And uh, I think it was Oscar Wilde who described golf as being a good walk ruined. Once. <laughs> and I'm not a golfer, but uh, lots of opportunity to, to, to walk and to play and uh, again, if you're doing it safely, uh, why not? And I'm sure that they're doing it not just to make money and stay in business, but I'm sure they're doing it to provide folks with an opportunity to get some exercise and uh, and um, enjoy the game they love. That's right. I, I think with any uh, decision that's made from the top down, are there people that will buck up against what is trying to be accomplished and rebel well, yes, of course, people are people. Um, but, but I would say in general, not legislating, not mandating um, things like just stepping outside your home, uh, but, but strongly giving clear direction and instruction of what is appropriate and what's not and what keeps people safe and what's not. 
I think we we are giving people the benefit of the doubt that they can be mature and make good decisions and and care for uh, their fellow man. And so I'm I'm actually very proud of not only Castleberry, but our county as a whole in terms of how we have been keeping socially distant. I I saw the numbers. We are much lower than uh, large swaths of, of the rest of the state of Florida and the rest of the nation in terms of those who have been affected by the coronavirus and just want to encourage folks continue to, to be wise, be socially distant, um, but, but do things to care for yourself, including, as Andy said, your mental health. Yes, that's right. And I think um, one of the things that our local governments have done and to degrees, you know, the governments above us as well, is that they've really tried to empower us as citizens to be responsible, right? Now, you know, there's going to be some who don't uh, act responsibility, and that's a shame. Um, but but I, I like the fact that we've been encouraged to be responsible. And I think generally most people are rising to that challenge. Absolutely. Well, Andy, that's a good segue to take a listener question because this podcast exists for you, the listener. And we love to hear feedback from our listeners with questions, comments for our podcast for Andy and I to discuss and perhaps even debate on from time to time. Mostly we're in agreement, but we love to just banter back and forth with things that interest you. So if you have a question uh, or a comment for us, you can post them on multiple platforms. You can direct message us on our Facebook page, What's Up Castleberry. We hope even now that you would like and subscribe to our Facebook page, What's Up Castleberry. We also have an Instagram page, What's Up Castleberry is the title of our Instagram as well. You can email us at whatsupcastleberry1 at gmail.com or simply, uh, if you're listening on a podcast feed, leave the question or comment in the review section. So the question today comes from a listener. It says, hey guys, why uh, all of the different ways to listen to your podcast? That's pretty funny. <laughs> and it's, they say, I am not technologically savvy. Uh, what would you say is the simplest way to listen to our podcast each week? I like that. As I, as I rattled off the multiple ways to engage <laughs> with us, uh, one of our listeners per, is, says they're not quite technologically savvy. What would you say, Andy? What would be the best, clearest direction for somebody that wants to tune in and for someone to share how another person can tune in? Well, I mean, they're obviously listening to the podcast now to ask the questions, so they've kind of figured it out and kudos to them. Um, but I think let's answer the question uh, in the context of how do you share our podcast with your friends, right? Because we want to grow this podcast. The more we grow it, the more beneficial it becomes, the more uh, we can care for our community and shrink our community and uh, do good things together. Um, if you are comfortable with a computer, then I would suggest probably the best way to listen to the podcast is just to hit the Spotify link, type in What's Up Castleberry, and all of our previous episodes are there. If you're a little bit more comfortable with your cell phone, um, I have an iPhone and there's a little icon, it's purple and it says podcasts. You hit that and again, you type in What's Up Castleberry and hit the subscribe button and that will drop the podcast into that app 
uh, every Tuesday as we release them. Um, but again, we've listed all the different ways so you can pick the one that works best for you, dependent upon your comfort with technology. If you're on Facebook, go to our Facebook page, What's Up Castleberry, and you will see a very simple short video from Drew and producer Robin that explains and kind of talks you through the steps to subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we've got some very exciting news that's going to happen soon again, thanks to our brilliant producer, Robin. Drew, do you want to announce uh, announce that? Sure. We uh, Actually, Robin, you can log in as well right now, unmute yourself if you'd like. We have a impending, very, very soon-to-be-live uh, website the What's Up Castleberry website is getting ready to go live. And on that website, you'll see a, a bit about Andy and I kind of hear our story, the history of the podcast, as well as uh, our role and work in Castleberry. But most importantly, you'll be able to, with one click, go to our website and be able to, from the website, listen to our podcast. We'll have some videos uploaded, some other fun things, a way for you to leave a question and comment but yeah, or what what is producer Robin? Make sure I get the name of the pod uh, the website correct. What is the name of the website? Uh, if everything goes well, it'll be what's up castleberry.com. Easy enough. Okay. What's up castleberry.com. The date is TBD, but we'll make sure to highlight that and get that out in all the different channels as soon as it's live. And that will be the easiest way to listen to us if you are not comfortable by using the podcast app on your phone. Yes. Very good. Thank you for your question, listener. And we're so glad you're listening. Hopefully you're enjoying uh, this episode today. And here at What's Up Castleberry, we have uh, been grateful over our short uh, time of existence to have some fantastic sponsors. And we're actually looking for another one. Uh, so if you and your company would like to sponsor us, we would love to chat with you. Drop us an email, drop us a comment, get in touch, and we'll talk through some of our sponsorship packages with you. We believe it's a really attractive uh, offer for you because our reach continues to grow as a podcast, and we would love to be associated with your brand to take your message to our community. Uh, we're not necessarily looking for some uh, financial sponsorship. You know, Drew and I uh, aren't getting paid a penny to do this, but we do have some uh, costs that we'd love to cover. And maybe we can offer some in-kind services as well. So if you'd like to sponsor our What's Up Castleberry, we would love to chat with you. All right, at this time, let's take a quick break and we'll be back to hear from our guest. All right. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, we are thrilled today that in this difficult time, we've been able to secure, uh, in my completely biased opinion, uh, one of the smartest, best mental health counselors <laughs> in our region. Uh, her name is Bree Talley. Can we call you Dr. Bree yet? I mean, we're close, right? You could call me a doctoral candidate if you'd like. <laughs> okay, DC DC Bree sounds like <laughs> sounds like a rapper. Doctoral yes. candidate Bree DC Bree is in the house. <laughs> so, uh, Bree Bree and I have been friends for a long uh, long time, 
and Bree uh, works for an organization in town called Orlando Behavioral Health, which is one of the leading mental health care providers in Orlando. And um, we wanted to chat with Bree because we realize how difficult it is in these times of quarantine um, to, to, to stay mentally stable and honestly sane. I mean, just hearing some of the stuff Drew's been putting on social media and some of the TikTok dances that uh, he and his wife have been doing, I'm very concerned about his mental health. <laughs> but not, to, not to, to joke too much about it because it's a very um, serious subject. But Bree, by way of introduction, would you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, what you do, uh, those kind of things? Sure. Uh, so my name is Brianna Talley, and our company name was actually changed from Orlando to Florida Behavioral Health um, uh, last year. But my bad. The, I'm sorry about that. No, no problem at all. Um, it's hard to keep up with all our changes, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is, especially now. So I have a I have a bachelor's degree from the University of Central Florida in psychology. Go and, Knights. Um, Yes, and uh, a master's degree in counseling psychology from Palm Beach Atlantic University. And then as, as Andy alluded to, I've completed all the coursework for a, a doctorate of behavioral health from Arizona State University, and uh, hopefully we'll be graduating shortly uh, with that. So has your, has your graduation been affected by the quarantine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I was set to graduate in May um, based off of what has happened since, uh, you know, since the coronavirus pandemic started uh, and my responsibilities at work, I had to put on hold finishing up my dissertation. Um, and so I'm hoping to get get back and finish that this uh, this summer. That's fantastic. Bree, great to meet you uh, uh, through Zoom. I know it's not the traditional way to meet one another, but glad you could be on our podcast today and share about this important issue. Uh, Bree, why does mental health hold such an interest for you? Is there an origin story? Uh, when, when did mental health become a priority for you? That is a great question. I'll try to keep it succinct here. Um, so my father is a psychologist. And I, uh, I actually tried to not go into the behavioral health field and did several other things um, prior to just finding that this was just a passion of mine. You know, I blew off the fact that psychology was really interesting and an easy A for me, right? Um, and went into molecular microbiology and accounting, some engineering, and then finally just um, you know, found that my passion really lied with behavioral health and, and, and mental health. Um, and so finally landed here. Um, like all of us, uh, of course, have some family members who, who struggle with uh, behavioral health conditions. And, uh, and so, so it is a, a passion of mine um, because I want to make sure that behavioral health treatment is available uh, to everyone. And, uh, it's such an important topic, uh, to cover. There's a lot of stigma still around behavioral health, even though it affects, uh, it affects all of us either directly or indirectly through a close friend or family member. 
Absolutely. And honestly, that's really one of the main reasons we wanted to have you on today. I'll just jump in with this next question. Um, what, what conversations would you say, Bree, in light of the quarantine, the, the COVID-19 virus, what, what conversations is the mental health community having about, about the times that we're living in? Um, I think understanding the increased stress uh, increased anxiety, um, the financial strain that has been put on folks, uh, in addition to the fact that all of us had our, our daily routines and our lives really turned upside down. And, uh, and even for people who like change, it's a bit much and, and has created a lot of new stressors for people. Um, and so understanding that those who, we're already dealing with some, you know, mental health issues, um, that it's exacerbated that, which, you know, means made it worse. And people who maybe didn't have any, uh, you know, known behavioral health issues in the past are now, are now facing some maybe for the first time ever and unaware that that's even what's going on. Uh, don't know what their resources are and, and how to reach out, how to reach out, uh, to take advantage of them. So in, in addition to that, really the fact that, you know, people are afraid to leave their house. So um, making sure that telehealth is available for counseling and psychiatry services. I, I am so grateful that, that you guys are on the front end of this conversation. I think there are a number of things that, I've been dealing with and fearful of, I mean, you know, you worry about your health, uh, you worry about the economy, but honestly, I've spent a lot of time worrying about what happens when the mental health implications of this catch up with people. And it's mm -hmm. just incredibly reassuring to know that you guys are there and you're having these, these conversations and are prepared uh, to help in this time. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's almost like, uh, the mental health crisis could well become the third wave of this situation, right? The first wave is the mm -hmm. virus. The mm -hmm. second is the economic impact. And then the third wave is uh, is the mental health issues that, that, mm -hmm. that will only increase the longer this goes goes along. Well, one mm -hmm. of the challenges for me, Bree, is uh, my kids are home all the time now. Yeah. And so uh, I've become somewhat of a teacher and that has helped my um, respect level for real teachers increase. Uh, mm -hmm. I call myself the principal of the school to try and give myself a little bit of authority, but doesn't seem <laughs> kind of come with much. Um, what, what advice would you give to parents and to children at this time as they kind of find their way through the new normal of mm -hmm. um, being in each other's classroom and, and home all the time? Mm -hmm. That is a great question. Um, I can say from personal experience with my, my three children uh, that it's definitely a struggle for us all. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, first thing is you're not alone. If you're struggling with this, um, you might be alone if you're not struggling with it. <laughs> right. So, oh, so, uh, say, say that, say that again slowly. So I, I said, you, you might be alone if you're not struggling with this. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so, 
Um, so I, the, the main thing that I can say is that we lost our routine, um, our daily routine, uh, getting up, you know, eating breakfast, kids go to school, parents go to work or, or back to work from home, uh, as some, some of us did. Right. Uh, but now we're all in the house all day, every day. And, um, trying to do both work and school from home at the same time. Uh, it's created a unique set of challenges. One of the main ones being um, how to get your, get your work done as the parent and also ensure that your child is focusing at the same time. Um, and that they're not staying up until the middle of the night and then don't want to be getting up in the morning, right? Um, and so it's really important to kind of, uh, you know, create a new routine, um, for the family. And, and so that, that may look like, you know, getting up, uh, you know, making the bed, eating breakfast, uh, who's going to do school when, if you have to share resources with electronics, um, what's the other child going to be doing if, if, you know. Uh, if their sibling is using the computer at the time, what do you want the other child to be doing? Are they doing, you know, their, their daily chores? Um, and, and when do the parents get to work? Right. So, mm -hmm. uh, so creating a set routine, a set schedule is going to help create these safe boundaries, which will actually reduce the stress level for everyone in the house. Um, so for those of us that are not planners, uh, this, this part may be the biggest challenge for you is actually creating the routine, but I would challenge you to go ahead and either put it on a whiteboard or put it on a piece of paper and put a magnet on the fridge. Um, you may have to alter that routine some, uh, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? You know, with the first draft of it, but trying to set that schedule and set that routine is going to create those boundaries that we all need. Um, and are, are now self-imposed boundaries rather than other imposed boundaries. Right. Um, go ahead. Right. I was, I was going to say, because once we, um, we create our, our own routines, that gives us a sense of control and that's actually very empowering to do, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it, it helps children need boundaries. Um, they may, they may not like them, but they need them. It makes them feel safer. They're less likely to throw temper tantrums. They're less likely to, um, have difficulty, uh, completing their work. If they know what that, what that, uh, daily schedule is going to look like. I love that Brie. And for me and my wife, we, we don't have children in our home yet. Um, but the idea of, of writing out, uh, a calendar uh, to, to give ourselves kind of purpose for each day has proven to be really helpful for us. I know I, I'm a big believer and I still use an old school paper calendar. And even if it's very minute things like going for a walk or emptying the, the dishwasher, some, something about being able to write, write down and then crossing off the, that task um, mm -hmm. makes you feel like, okay, there's some, some structure in the midst of, kind of this, this chaos. Um, those were some great examples of, uh, 
emotional health of, of what would you say um, are the, would be maybe the number one or, or maybe one or two things in regards to just general self care that people can do during this time? What, what's take, a really- shower. Okay. <laughs> take a shower. <laughs> right. And I say that, and you know, we're all laughing about it. Um, but I, I want you to just think about the fact that uh, because our routine was changed and we don't have to get up and leave the house, um, it can kind of turn into that extended like Saturday mm-hmm. where maybe we say, mm, I'm not going to take my shower yet because I want to do some yard work this morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going yeah. I'm going to take it after I go do X, Y, or Z and, and one hour turns into the next turns into the next. And before you know, it's bedtime. Um, and so so that's something to kind of make sure you're building as you're building those routines, putting these self-care pieces in that maybe you think don't need to be written down. They probably do. Um, so, you know, the basic, the basic self-care that we were already doing, showering, brushing our teeth, uh, you know, getting dressed, right. Those are important for us to do, to have that sense of normalcy. Don't forget to add in um, eating on a regular schedule because we don't have those, uh, we don't have the, the scheduled lunch hour necessarily anymore. Um, you need to make sure that you're eating on a regular basis. If we're not eating, we're more likely to become irritable and anxious and have altercations with our family members um, and possibly even coworkers if you're, you know, working remotely. Um, uh, another one is making sure that you're getting enough exercise. And so, uh, you know, that it doesn't just because we're in this, um, you know, uh, social distancing phase that there's the, the, you know, health officials have said over and over again, that does not mean that you can't exercise right now. Um, going for a walk, going for a bike ride is okay. Um, just don't go out with, you know, 15 or 20 people and, uh, and go for, go for a walk together. Right. Um, you want to make sure that you're still getting enough um, movement in your day, especially because we are bound to home. We're actually having less movement uh, than than we're used to, um, and so you may need to schedule some time in. You know, if it took you 30 minutes to drive to work every day, then you should have 30 minutes now where you could potentially go for a walk. Very well said, Bree. I, I love those very clear and practical ways to to care for ourselves, um, provide self-care. I, of all the things you said, I personally take out the, uh, giving myself freedom to eat. So thank you very much for giving my mm-hmm. encouragement. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that well right now. Yeah, that's right. Like, like you needed permission, right, Drew? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what, you know, I'd like to just touch on that for a second. You know, some, sometimes, uh, sometimes eating is a really good sign of where we may be with our own mental health. Right. Um, and so when we're struggling, when there's a lot of stress going on for us, it can affect people in different ways. Some people will eat more than usual and some people will eat less. Uh, and, and so it's important to kind of look at that because it's actually a gauge of, of how, of how well you're doing right now. Um, if you find that you're wanting to eat more or find that you're, uh, eating less, that's a good clue for you that, Hey, I need to, I need to pay attention to what's going on. Um, there's something, my body's trying to tell me something, you know? 
Is is that in reference to the uh, small can of Pringles that I just ate, Brie, or is that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I shudder to think what that tells you all about me. <laughs> Brie, um, it tells me you are hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is that is true. Brie, thank you so much for just. Um, just this small piece of insights that you've provided. I, I wish we had more time to, to dig a little deeper, but I really appreciate uh, your voice in this time telling us to prioritize our mental health. And my hope actually is that as we come out of this and as we go back to our new normal, whatever that looks like, is that we will continue to prioritize uh, uh, physical, of course, and emotional well-being as well. Um, Mm -hmm. If we can come out of this learning that lesson to prioritize uh, our own mental health, then um, that that would just just be wonderful. Brie, we do have to wrap up, but how can people uh, follow you, find you, connect with you? Um, You know, should, should they they want to delve more into this issue of mental health? Uh, well, they can they can go to our website, which is um, myflbh.com for Florida Behavioral Health. Uh, we're also on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and we have been posting, posting a little helpful videos on there as well as just, um, you know, some information as we as we put it out. Uh, so they can follow Florida Behavioral Health on on social media and Instagram uh, as well. That's and we will put a link to that, especially to those little videos and things, um, mm-hmm. you know, on some of our social media and show notes and things like that, because that's very helpful. Uh, Bree, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, we wish you and your family well as you continue to walk through this this pandemic situation. Um, but thank you so much for being a guest with us today on What's Up Castleberry. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right. We really enjoyed the conversation with Bree Talley, mental health counselor there. Uh, Andy, for our, our wrap up today, you have an inspirational moment from Jimmy Dean. Now, is this the Jimmy Dean of the, the sausage fame? Because I love Jimmy Dean sausages. <laughs> well, like, confession time. I mean, it could be um, because this was a quote I pulled off the Internet. Sometimes we grab quotes, uh, you know, that touch our hearts. Sometimes we just type something into Google and see what comes up. So it could be Jimmy Dean, the sausage guy, or it could be James, James Dean, right? The, uh, the iconic actor from back in the day. But either way. Whether it's about sausages or actors, it is a great quote because Mr. Dean says this. He says, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. You know, we're living in a time and a period right now where we can't click our fingers and make this virus go away, right? We can't wish it away. We can't will it away. We can't hurry it away. Um... It is with us. And so the challenge for us becomes how do we adjust so that this doesn't become an obstacle, it becomes an opportunity, right? How do we adjust our sales so that we can grow and change and become better through this rather than feeling confined and frustrated? Uh, as you're listening today, I hope uh, 
that in the midst of this difficult wind, this, this tough storm, that you'll be able to adjust your sails so that we can come out of this at a better destination in a better place. Beautiful. I'm encouraged, and I hope you are as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast, a casual conversation about our community. This podcast is produced by producer Robin Kepi and James Bittner. Music has been provided by Jeremy Birdsall, graphics by Christian Moscoso. For more information, please check out our Facebook page, Instagram, podcast feed, or email, all with the name What's Up Castleberry. Like and subscribe to our podcast and please rate and review us. Until next time, we hope you have a great week.